0: Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome to the Mental Wellness Wake-Up Show, a weekly podcast where growth-minded, creative people come to learn best practices from both spirituality and psychology that create lasting well-being. I am your host, mental wellness expert, improvised acting teacher, therapist, and coach, Dawn McMillan. Let's get to it. Well, 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 welcome back. I am so glad that you are here. So good to share this space with you. It's a highlight of my week, recording these podcasts and sharing these ideas with you and getting your feedback and woo And if you're here for the first time, uh, welcome welcome it's lovely that we are growing every week so you are in good company thank you for being here so we are jumping into the enneagram wisdom system so we've already done four parts of the series a general introduction and then enneagrams eight nine and one so if this is your first time here glad you're here zip on back into the podcast And catch up with us and then we'll meet you back here okay we're waiting okay welcome back so today we're doing the Enneagram 2 and as you will recall the Enneagram is nine points on a circle divided into three groups of three eight nines and ones constitute the gut group or the body group and we've completed those And now we are on to twos, threes, and fours. And this is the heart-centered group. Two, threes, and fours are the emotion-centered group. And our, our Enneagram two, threes, and fours are characterized, I hope you can hear the air quotes there, by their relationship to shame. So Enneagram twos, threes, and fours have a lot of their energy devoted to managing the feeling of shame. So let's start with our Enneagram 2s. I'm gonna remind you, I'm shuffling through some notes and some papers, so please just bear with me for that, and here we go. All right, so the Enneagram 2s are called the altruist, the helper, the lover, the caretaker, the pleaser, the enabler, the special friend. Enneagram twos will pick you up at three o'clock in the morning at an airport four hours away from their house. That's who they are. That's how they'll be. So what are the main characteristics of the Enneagram two? Twos, at their best, are loving, caring, adaptable, insightful, generous, enthusiastic, and tuned in to how people feel. is this sounding like someone you want for your best friend? <laughs> Twos at their worst are martyr-like, indirect, manipulative, possessive, hysterical, overly accommodating, or overly demonstrative. Twos are motivated by the need to be loved and valued and to to express, their positive feelings towards others. Now, Enneagram twos can be a little bit tricky in as much as many, many, many women, girls, people assigned female at birth, are socialized to behave like twos, whether or not that is their organic orientation. So if you're thinking about twos as being caretakers and helpers and people who are devoted to others at the expense of themselves, that is how a lot of women are brought up to be. So it could be the case that someone is very much presenting like a two because they are brought up in a culture that encourages that from them for whatever reason when they are in fact Um, kind of more organically oriented, slightly differently. So that's just something to keep in mind as we think about our our beloved Enneagram 2s, our helpers. Let me take a little drink of water and I don't know if I'm going to edit this out, pardon me. Okay, so let's dive in. So I said that the Enneagram 2s are sort of motivated by their relationship to shame. Here's another way of thinking about that. The Enneagram Two's basic fear is of being unloved and unwanted for themselves alone. They're afraid of being unloved and unwanted for themselves alone. So while they are in a near constant state of giving and doing for others, there's a secret fear that they're gonna be wanted for what they do for others and not for themselves. And their basic desire is to feel loved their superego message gentle reminder superego is Freudian language that the human psyche is divided into three parts the superego the ego and the id the superego is like your conscience that keeps track of rules and your better nature your ego is your personality and then your id is your unconscious motivations and drives so the superego message is you are good or okay if you are loved by others and are close to them. So can you already hear the danger zone? Enneagram twos are very outward facing. They want others to validate them, to love them, to give them what they need to make them feel okay. And so there's a way in which Enneagram twos are very vulnerable to being disempowered because they're always trying to make people love them. Secretly fearing that the people who do seem to love them don't love them for themselves, but love them for what they do for them. So I said Enneagram twos are characterized by their relationship to shame. Enneagram twos have the secret fear that they are unlovable. Ah, so the difference between shame and guilt guilt is when your inner self reminds you that you have done something wrong guilt is the emotion that says you violated your own moral code and you are required to make amends shame is the feeling that there's something wrong with you that there's something secretly wrong with you not that you have done something bad but that you are something bad so in operating inside the enneagram too is this fear of being unlovable and so their biggest desire is to know and to feel that they are loved. So let's talk about the different levels of the Enneagram too, so you can begin to get a sense of how this helper personality style can show up. And remember, we are never ever trying to squeeze anyone into any boxes. The human being is so multifaceted, so wondrous, so deep, so broad, so wide, so high that saying, oh, I'm like this because I'm an Enneagram 2 is reducing you to just one facet of who you are. That being said, what can we learn about Enneagram 2s? So at a level nine, the lowest level of emotional health for an Enneagram 2, they feel victimized and burdensome. The realization that they may have been selfish or even have harmed others is too much for unhealthy 2s They fall to pieces physically and emotionally, playing out the role of victim and martyr. Others are then obliged to step in and take care of them. So you can see this sort of playing out when um, someone gets called out for doing something wrong, and they're like, oh, I'm so terrible, I'm so awful, I hate myself. And then the person that they harmed is now taking care of them. So at level eight, a little bit level up of unhealthiness. Enneagram twos show up as entitled and coercive. Twos have become so desperate for love that they begin to pursue it obsessively. They feel they are entitled to whatever they want because they have suffered so much. And they may act out their need for affection recklessly and inappropriately. Now, this can take a really dark turn i will leave that to your imagination because i'm sure you can feel in the gap fill in the gaps there but these 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 are people who in their trauma in their suffering feel entitled they feel entitled to other people's affection they feel entitled to get what they want because they are victims so they can be entitled and coercive moving up a level of healthiness level seven Enneagram twos acting out at a level seven are self justifying and manipulative. Twos fear that they are driving people away, and this may be true. To save their self image, they rationalize their behavior by seeing others as selfish ingrates. They try to elicit pity as a substitute for love and keep others dependent on them to prevent them from leaving. Now, you heard me say that one way you can describe an Enneagram 2 is an enabler. These are the people who might use money to control someone or be with an addict because the addict is forever dependent on them, and then they'll, they won't leave them. But then, because a part of them knows that they're being manipulative, they put all the blame on the other person. Moving up. Average. Your average Enneagram 2 at a level 6. Self-important. Overbearing. Twos are angry that others are taking them for granted, but are unable to freely express their hurt. Instead, they complain about their health, draw attention to their good deeds, and remind others of how much they owe them. Repressed feelings begin to cause physical problems. I'm sure many of us know people who who orient in this way. Instead of saying that they feel taken for granted, You know they'll be like oh i'm so tired i'm working so hard because i did this and i did that and i did this and i did that okay so moving up in levels of emotional maturity level five um possessive intrusive twos worry that the people they love will love someone else more than them so they want to be needed they attempt to have a claim on people by putting the needs of others before their own proud but needy, they do not want to let others out of their sight. Possessive, intrusive, let's insert controlling, right? This may be someone who's going through your phone and throws a temper tantrum um, when your high school significant other friends you on social media. Level four, so we're moving up. Well-intentioned, people-pleasing, Twos begin to fear that whatever they've been doing is not enough. Others do not really want them around. They want to be closer to others and to be reassured that others like them. Twos try to cultivate friendships and win people over by pleasing, flattering, and supporting them. Um, Most of us, especially those of us in female bodies, probably acted like this at certain aspects of of our growing up. That that people pleasing kind of thing in order to be, um, in order to be liked, you know, because who doesn't want to be liked? So in an Enneagram two, this is a danger zone for them, like sort of getting stuck in that people pleasing attitude, because they're remember their secret fear is that people don't love them for who they are. So they want to make sure that they are so nice and so accommodating that people just have to like them and have them around. Now moving up to the healthier expressions of the Enneagram two. Uh, I almost said prototype, archetype, the Enneagram 2 archetype, level three. Enneagram 2s present as supportive and giving. 2s reinforce their self image by doing good things for others. They're generous with their time and energy and are appreciative, encouraging, and supportive of others. They're also emotionally expressive and enjoy sharing their talents with others. So an enneagram two at this level will say, "Can I do anything for you?" And they mean it, and they actually enjoy it. Um, <laughs> I had a roommate who would—I um, was so poor at the time. I was so poor. I was so poor at the time, and she would accidentally make too much food and ask me if I wanted some. Right? That's your enneagram two, classic enneagram two, right there. So they really, they really are very generous with their time and energy. And they will cheer you on they're like oh my gosh it's so great that you did this thing i'm so happy and so excited for you all right moving up level two a level two enneagram two these will these people will present as empathic and caring twos focus on the feelings of others with loving concern as a defense against their basic fear self-image i am loving thoughtful and selfless so they are um they're doing good things for others they're cheering them on they're generous mm, but there's still that little nagging fear operating in them that they're not lovable so they mean it they really are actually generous they really are caring um but they're, they're sometimes can overdo it in order to not face that that worry that they have that they're not quite as lovable as they hoped okay and at a level one a really emotionally healthy integrated uh enneagram two archetype person it's going to be self nurturing unconditionally loving twos let go of the belief that they are not allowed to care for themselves thus they can own their feelings and needs and are free to love others without expectations gonna say that again thus they can own their feelings and needs and are free to love others without expectations remember when we were lower down on the emotional health there was a lot of manipulation coming from these enneagram twos they are doing things for other people in order to be needed in order to be loved in order to be appreciated as this level of emotional maturity increases they are free to love others without expectations they're being their generous kind supportive self solely to be their generous kind and supportive self they're not doing it to try to get something from someone and when they're at this level self nurturing unconditionally loving they also achieve their basic dire, desire and are liberated to experience unconditional love for self and others they are joyous gracious and humble so if you know an enneagram too and you probably do because they're, they're just out there serving. They're, they're, they are out there serving. Enneagram twos often find themselves in the helping professions because they are so oriented towards helping. They are often front and center at anything that requires volunteers because they are so loving and supportive. And again, the shadow side is I am going to be so helpful and you're going to need me so much that you're going to keep me around even though you secretly don't like me. But once they, once these Enneagram twos are able to inter really integrate all of their emotional wisdom, they just, they're beaming. They are just these beaming, warm, radiant lights on, on the planet. They are joyous, gracious, and humble being around an Enneagram two. Like you just get close to them and it feels like a warm hug, right? They just exude this sense of, of connectivity and, and safety. So I said every team needs at least one of everyone. If you have an Enneagram 2, a really evolved um, integrated Enneagram 2, they're gonna be like the heart. They're gonna be like the warm, beating, fuzzy heart of any group because they really do care so deeply. And at this level, they care deeply without, without making demands on other people. They just care and give because they want to. And they're taking care of themselves. So, you know, in the self-help movement, in the personal growth movement right now, especially for for femmes, so for women and femmes, there's this focus on self-care, 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 because we've been conditioned to other care, other care, other care. Your needs don't matter, What matters are your partner's needs, your kids' needs, your parents' needs, your community needs. And if you're burning out, well, honey, that's just because you are, you're not, I don't know, You need more Jesus in your life or whatever reason they want to give you so there's this emphasis on self-care and so for twos they're the ones who truly need to know that that same level of nurturing and generosity that they give so effortlessly to other people they can give to themselves then they get to be joyous gracious and humble that generosity, that um appreciation, that encouragement, that support. they give it to themselves, they give it to others and and they can receive from others. One of the things about Enneagram twos is that they're so busy helping, they often don't receive help. They're like, no, no, I got it. Let me help you." and then they they go without. So when an Enneagram two gets to be really well nourished and well integrated, they give help, they receive help. They're serene. They they really do feel like a warm and fuzzy hug. They feel like those you know soft socks that you um, you put on in the winter, and your toes go oh so good. That is it. The Danes, the Danish concept of hygge? Is it the Swedes, Scandinavians? Just like that sense of um, a, a fresh lit candle, um, fuzzy fuzzy socks, and a, and a warm cup of tea. So that's our enneagram twos. So the wake up call for the Enneagram twos is to back away from the people pleasing back off the people pleasing and lean into that Enneagram eight energy, that Enneagram eight energy is self sufficient. The Enneagram eight energy is boundary setting. And the Enneagram eight energy is willing to take a stand for him or her, their selves. So back away from the people pleasing and lean into that. I w- I'm gonna make a stand for myself. Yes, I want you to love me. Yes, I want you to like me, but I am not willing to throw myself under a bus to get it. So that's the invitation to the Enneagram twos. So Enneagram twos, loving, caring, adaptable, insightful, generous, enthusiastic, and tuned in to how people feel. Oh my gosh, yes. A note for our empaths among us. Part of your challenge is to separate that, that tuning in that you have to how other people feel and get really clear on who when it's their feelings and when it's your own. Some of that ability to put yourself into other people's shoes and feel their feelings means that uh, you may do it when you don't mean to. So that's just something to keep in mind as well. So let me just, uh, let's just do, don't be a rescuer. rescuer, don't collect needy people, don't try to control people by making them need you. What else? Feel your feelings. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, recognize and accept all your own feelings, be willing to set boundaries. Ta-da! Recognize and accept all your own feelings. Express them and be willing to set boundaries. So if you know an Enneagram too, um when they say, is there anything that I can do for you? They really mean it, it gives them joy to be helpful. But make sure you are paying attention. They often feel taken for granted of because they're so in tune with what other people need and what other people like. They don't realize that that's a superpower and not everyone can do it. So if you have someone who's like a super giver, an over giver, do your best to pay attention to to them, what they like and what they need and, and do something for them and do something for them. And if you're not the type that notices naturally, it may be a little effort for you, but oh my gosh, will it land? An Enneagram 2s, not everybody has your superpower. They can't always tell what people need or want, so go easy on the rest of the Enneagram types. <laughs> all right, so for all of us, how can we get in touch with our generosity? How can we get in touch with our kindness? Who or what can we give to this week without any expectation? That's our, that's our invitation from integrating our Enneagram twos. Cause remember we do not fit into boxes. We are all the Enneagram types. We are all of them. And you know, what's great about you? Yeah. I mean you specifically, you are whole, perfect and complete right here, right now, yesterday and tomorrow. Yes. I know there are things about you that you want to change. Even so, You are whole, perfect, and complete right where you are. What you are looking for, you are looking with, be at ease. You are wonderful. You really are. And you are worthy and deserving of like all the goodies, all of them. All of them. So go out, be generous, share widely, give with an open heart and an open hand and uh, surprise the Enneagram two in your life with uh, something that you think they might like because they get overlooked sometimes because they're so giving. All right. Thanks for being here. See you next time. I am so honored that you share time with me. If you've listened this far, then something here was of value to you. Would you please be a friend of the podcast and share it with at least one other person? The podcast is available on most platforms, including YouTube, and I need your help to get the word out. So please like, subscribe, and share, and a five-star review on iTunes would be chef's kiss. Thank you so much. See you next time.